Welcome to the Resilient Living Podcast. I am your host, Terrilyn Minifield, excited for another opportunity to talk about all things resilient. Today, I have a couple of guests um, that are going to help me with talking about the faith that it takes. So before we get into the topic, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. One is a first-time guest, and one is a guest that you guys know um, pretty regularly. So I am going to turn it over to George. George Khalil is our guest today. I'm going to have him introduce himself. Welcome, George. Thank you. Good to be here. Such a blessing. Uh, My name is George Khalil. Um, Married to my uh, beautiful bride who uh, became famous first by being on this uh, podcast, <laughs> Linda, and we have three amazing kids. We um, just moved to Arizona just over a year ago, and by the uh, grace and divine planning of God, we got connected with these wonderful people, and it's just been uh, amazing. And I keep telling everyone, I said, Arizona should be the U.S. Everyone should come here, <laughs> right? But but I know I know the plan. You know, we got to tell everyone how hot it is so no one else comes. So no problem. Well, welcome. We yes. are very happy to have you. So good to be here. Um, those that are listening, his wife, Linda, was back on episode 80. So definitely check that out. And my other guest is someone that you guys know and I know very well, my very favorite person, my husband, Freddie Minifield. Welcome, Freddie. Thank you very much for having me. It was good to be back. Awesome. So I brought these guys into the studio today because I wanted to talk about a very serious subject, but I also want to put the joy and the happiness and everything around the subject. You know, it's all about the faith that it takes. Today in this world, we need our faith. Whether you're a believer or you believe in someone or something, um, your faith makes a difference and it is important for you to express your faith. So these gentlemen have come here to help me with explaining a project, a mission, a focus that we have at our church in Word Life Church in Chandler, but I know that many other churches have as well. So I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Freddie to just talk a few minutes about what we're doing in our church with faith and other people. Well, the biggest thing we're doing, the newest thing we're doing is is taking our, our faith to the to the to the streets and not getting caught up in just the the four walls. So we are being intentional about training people up and and sending them out, not sending them out, going out with them in order to experience the the greater works that, that Jesus talked about in John 14, 12. So we're kind of a uh, uh, ushering them along into doing what they're supposed to be doing anyway. And I say them, but uh, I, I love to go. So I'm, I'm like that old school general that charges <laughs> in front of everybody. That's awesome. Awesome. And so George has been an integral part of designing our team. We call our team the Go Team. Um, so George, if you want to give probably your two or five or 10 cents on what we're doing. What is it that we're doing now that would make a difference to people in the world? Yeah, um, we're, we're equipping the saints and, and, and uh, we're really uh, just reactivating what, um, what they know to do, where, where, or I should say in some cases reactivating, some cases activating for the first time, right? Getting people out there. But um you know, I, I, you know, just for the last how many ever, you know, ten years or so, ever since uh, I received the Holy Spirit and 
just been, you know, on fire to see the greater works and, and the things I read in the Bible, which in the beginning, after I received the Holy Spirit and started to see these things, I, I kind of felt disconnected. I said, this, this is not my life at all. I don't see anything like this. And I don't think I know anyone who's besides people, some people on YouTube who actually experiences any of this. And so, so that's kind of was the, was the starting point, but I, and I know that was the Lord, but, uh, we just want to get people out and instead of just, uh, you know, believing it, starting to bear that fruit. Yeah. Right. And starting to just really start to just to step out of the boat and act on what God told us to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let's take a couple steps back because you talked about your experience. So there are going to be people that are going to be listening to this episode. And we're talking about the faith that it takes and talking about activating people or reactivating people. Tell me about your experience as you became a believer. And what I mean by believer, for those that are listening, that you exchange where you are in your life and that you believe that Jesus is your Savior and that he's your Lord. And so that's how you live your life now as a Christian. Mm -hmm. What was your experience that you came into that understanding? Um, well, it, you know, it started even, you know, probably way back when I was like 17 is what kind of mm -hmm was the first point that kind of got me going. Uh, one of my best friends, I remember it was a September, I think it was, I remember the exact date, but it was beginning of high, senior year in high school. And uh, my best friend, and actually was my training partner at the time, uh, died in a motorcycle accident. He had just graduated the year before. So that was kind of the first, you know, reality check of like, oh my gosh, you don't stay on earth forever. Right. What happens, right? Because I hadn't really lost anybody up until that point. Thank God, right? Mm -hmm. So that really triggered it and kind of sent me on a road, you know, searching. And in the next couple of years, after dibbling and dabbling and checking out a few things, I, I, you know, the only thing that just made sense to me was Jesus. So I continued to to grow. And I was that dude at the gym talking to people about Jesus and, uh, you know, inviting my boys to church, rolling up there five, six, seven, eight deep, you know, every Sunday. And uh, it was great. But <clears throat> I still, you know, look, you know, my it was a struggle. I mm -hmm. still struggled. I struggled with with sin. My life was, you know, I was close to God at times. So I know he was hearing me and I was, you know, reading the Bible, going to church. And there was times, you know, I'd slip and I wouldn't even want to touch a Bible or go mm -hmm. near a church or talk about God. So it was that up and down, up and down until I actually kind of turned just f turned away. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I renounced my faith in my heart. I didn't blast it on Facebook or MySpace or whatever was relevant <laughs> then. <laughs> right. Right. And uh, I didn't want anyone's pity or to talk me out of it. And then, um, thank you, Jesus, for being so good. Right. Three days later, I'm home alone and I got baptized in the Holy Spirit um, but I, and the, the crazy thing was I didn't know that's what was happening mm. because I just didn't, I never learned about the gifts of the spirit or, or the, or, or the power of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, and, and, and it's, and it's such a shame because we, we think of the power of the Holy Spirit. And of course we jump into, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, healing, speaking in tongues, casting out demons, which are clearly throughout the whole Bible. But also, you know, the ability to love, to trust, to be patient, to uh, resist sin, to overcome. 
it was all part of it and I just never heard it. So that was kind of so so and so I received the Holy Spirit when I was around you know, I, I always admire the people who got like this date in this right. year <laughs> at this time. I don't know, but it was um it was I was probably like 30, 31. Okay. I'm about to be 44 in December, so been a little bit of time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. So it's so important that people understand and know that we all have a different path that we walk. Um, but what's great about our path right now is that we're all believers. We're all together. We all believe the same thing. And as we continue to walk this faith out, we continue to learn. So I love what you said um, that, you know, you had turned away from God in your heart, um, maybe probably in your mind, not necessarily in your heart. And then when you started learning and became alive to the word again, you were able to live it out and develop your love and your trust and your patience in order for this to put you on fire for God. Absolutely. Yep. So it's amazing and it's good. And there's so many people that out there that are listening that probably may be in that state that they know God or they've had a relationship with God, but they are not tuned into God. Hmm. So Pastor Freddie, let me ask you a question for those people that are out there living, but not on fire or turned on to God. What are some of the things and the reasons why people should plug in to what God has said? The biggest thing is the reason why we, we call it disciple activation is because people can be considered or called uh, a, a disciple or a believer, but if they're not activated, if they're not actively doing something with that faith, um, it, it becomes idle. It, they just So the reason why they should get involved is to see the works because there's nothing like having your own faith charge when you see what's in the word manifest in your own life. When I say manifest, show up. When, mm. when, you, when you see what you read in the word uh, happening in front of you, it, it just, it, it fires you up. And there's no way to have a, a, a real bad day or a lonely time or wonder if God is real. If you see him heal somebody, right. you see somebody you know, get filled with the Holy Spirit, speak in other tongues. He just becomes alive. And there's there's nothing like seeing that. And and it's the way it's supposed to be. The reason why so many people followed Jesus because they knew something was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. They would they would wait, they were waiting to see, okay, what's he gonna do today? And we're right. supposed to be that. We're okay. supposed to do, I always talk about John 14, 12. We're supposed to do greater works than than Jesus did. And that's not going to happen if we're stuck in our four walls. If it's me, you know, my four and no more, and we're content, it gets boring. It gets stagnant. And, you know, in order to be a flowing river for the Holy Spirit to to, to to function through you, you got we gotta you know get out of the boat. We gotta we gotta do something with this faith. It it the the, the faith it takes is not meant to be inside the four walls. Mm. Mm. That's good. So I hear you, and I'm sure that people are hearing going, that's great for that pastor guy. That's mm -hmm. great that he has that. That's his only job. That's all that he's doing is that. Mm -hmm. How can I actually apply that in my life and every day, me that have a nine to five and all these kids, and I'm trying to make ends meet? 
how can I talk about or activate or be mm-hmm. a disciple with everything going on in my life? And I think that's the 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 answer to that is really understand what it means to be, to be a disciple. A disciple doesn't put on a hat, take off a hat. A disciple is. So when we have Jesus in us, flowing through us, it don't matter where we are. One of the things we do, we go to a common space. Like I remember uh, talking to a gentleman at at a gas station mm-hmm. and. Um, interesting enough, just the boldness to open my mouth turned into me asking him about something that I shouldn't have known about. And the gifts of the spirit are activated when we step out and do something. So, so that, so the answer is do it all be, be a disciple. Don't do discipleship, be a disciple. And it doesn't matter where you are. You're at a uh, your kids game, your your shopping, your you know the airport, wherever you are, Jesus is, and, right. and the works that He did should follow you. That's awesome. So George, talking about boldness, when can you remember a time that um, you automatically had that boldness, or was it automatic for you? It was not automatic, <laughs> okay, at all. <laughs> so so you know there was a uh, progression, and it took some time from reading it and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, this amazing revelation. And now, oh my gosh, God, I want this. I want to do mm-hmm. what your word says, what you commanded us to do. But how? Right. right. And and uh, it was just a you know long journey, uh, a few years to get to that point. And then even when um, I ended up connecting with this uh, gentleman who actually happened, happened to live in my wife's hometown in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Mm-hmm. And he was actually out training people to go do the greater works. So I'm like, man, what's the chances? So we ended up connecting and we literally ended up, you know, after me and this guy, uh, a couple months later, me, Linda and the kids, we 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 moved out to Windsor, right? Which wasn't hard to convince her, obviously. It's her hometown. (laughs) Right. Right. How strategic the Lord is, right? So when I got out there, I mean, literally, I dropped my business. I dropped everything. I mean, literally, we just went. Didn't think, but just knew this was the Lord giving that, you know, answering what I've been asking and begging him for Mm -hmm. to, I want to do this. I want to live it. I want to, I want to do the work. So when we got out there, um, this guy, Doug, man, what a blessing. He really discipled me. He, he, and it wasn't just a Friday night meeting. It was life. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, I'll be in his house, see him and his wife argue, you know, (laughs) see, seeing everything. Right. And uh, and vice versa, right? Even though we never argue, right? <laughs> and um, you know, so uh, it was just amazing, right? Just live life and and thank God, you know, at the time, you know, he was self-employed, so he really spent the time. But the thing is, I remember, you know, we would we would go out. We actually did a lot of our ministering um, in this a plug for Walmart, right? I don't know why. <laughs> it's Walmart's like the best fishing hole ever. I don't know why. Just is. So, but we would go into uh, basically Detroit, right, okay. right across the border, because that's where Windsor is. So we'd go over there, and it was it was not easy. I was anxious, I was doubtful, even though like it's now revelation. I believe it. Mm-hmm. In if you ask me, I was actually teaching it. <laughs> that's how much I believed it. And I knew it was real that I moved, moved my whole family to another country right. for crying out loud. Right. But it was so hard. I was, I mean, literally 
I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but you know, Doug would be like going around and approaching the people. Mm -hmm. I'd be, I'd grab a cart, throw some things in there, try to go undercover <laughs> and be like, you know, 10 feet or so behind him. And whenever he'd, he'd uh, catch somebody, he'd say, okay, my friend George, he waved me over and I come and he would just tell me to pray. And I didn't even, I would tell him just, just Doug, just tell me what to say. I don't even want to think, tell me what to do, point here, put my hand there, say this, because it was, it wasn't easy, but I was not, it was not acceptable to not have what God has for me on this side of earth. So I pushed through it and then that, and, and that's the misconception, right? Like, you know, oh, that's for Pastor Freddie. Mm -hmm. Oh, George, oh, he's just gifted with that. You know, he's just bold. Right. You should have seen me, Doug cracking on me, making it feel like, bro, can you stop bringing that cart? <laughs> you know, you know, and it was, but, you know, I, I pushed through and I just, and then, here we are today, and now we're just yeah. seeing so many people get equipped. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's exactly what's going on. So for those that don't understand, because, you know, we're excited, we're in the midst of actually doing it. And so, Pastor Freddie, I'll ask you this. What exactly is happening? We talked about Walmart. We're talking about the cart. What are we doing? What is it that we're doing? So the equipping piece is we get a group of people together, doesn't matter how many there are. And when we go through some some practical tips, we just some super simple things so that we're, we're not asking anybody to be Bible scholars. We're not asking anybody to memorize scriptures. We're, we're just saying super simple things. We're training them up practically to go out there. And I'm even encouraging people, if you don't want to do anything, if you want to just mm -hmm. watch, just just come and watch, because there's something so powerful about seeing a stranger get healed. So we're so we're training, and then we're going out in teams, and we're approaching people and uh, asking them questions, and and the questions lead into you know if they need healing, they need uh, freedom from anything, and we pray for them and we see Jesus do what he does best. And then we come back, get together, and we share testimonies like, you know, what happened? What'd you do? Well, we saw this. And so just the excitement that you hear in, in our voices comes from all of the testimonies that are just stacking up because mm -hmm. we're, you know, just having the courage to go out. And um, especially when someone who's never gone goes like the last time we went there were three people who never went before didn't know what to expect and they had some wonderful testimonies they had some wonderful results from just being bold and going yeah and so it's amazing so i actually have gone with the team and i've actually experienced to where um you know i talked to a lot of people but the situation was different when you're approaching someone that you don't know and so I went and I approached someone and really it's almost as if that experience of approaching them, talking about what they may need, wanting to pray for them and all of that started to build my faith. Mm. It started to build my faith, so not for just that situation, but that if I can pray for someone that needs something, then I can believe mm -hmm. myself to receive like they received healing or yeah. whatever support they needed. So I could believe that for myself. Yeah. So I have experienced what we're talking about. And I think it's one of the greatest things that I've actually ever done because it really is applying my faith awesome. in a situation. Um, but George, going back to you and you were talking about that we believe it and that we teach it and to actually apply it in our life. What are some of the things that you've experienced with approaching people, um, praying for people, what's happened? Oh man, 
how long we got? <laughs> you know, as long as it takes. <laughs> it's been so amazing. And just just to tap on, you know, hit on that point that you mentioned is that's what I didn't even anticipate when I got into this. And I was going out with Doug every we're going out one, twice a week, mm-hmm. going out, and I'm just, you know, you just seeing, you know, I remember one of the first ones, you know, just seeing a a woman just bent over, just couldn't stand up straight and just seeing this thing just be removed off her and just her reaction like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, and and to see those like genuine reactions, Mm -hmm. like they just went there, I think it was like in the uh, like Clorox aisle, right? You know, they just went there just to get some (laughs) detergent and this thing is happening. Like, wow. And, you know, to start to see like, you know, shoulders healed, uh, metal rods that people could literally like say, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I can't feel it anymore. I can't feel it. Bullets lodged in people's necks. This is Detroit now, remember, <laughs> right? Bullets lodged in people's necks, you know, traps over here, mm-hmm. gone. Wow. I mean, so many amazing wow. things. Um, and then, but what I didn't anticipate is how my faith would increase because I'm like, wait, 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 this is only happening because Jesus said to do it. And he said, I will confirm my word with the accompanying signs. Mm -hmm. So I started saying, wait, but if he's confirming his word here, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't his word happen in this area of my life or that area of my life or this area? So it kind of almost started to, you know, if you picture something being poured into just overflow into the other cups of the areas of my life. Mm. And I didn't expect that part, but I started to have faith and say, no, I'm believing God for, Things I can't imagine. I said, nobody, I mean, I couldn't have imagined this years ago. Right. And now I'm like, I'm expecting it and anticipating and our life has been a, like the wind, (laughs) like the Holy Spirit says. So it's been amazing. Um, But yeah, you just see so many, so many amazing encounters. And I remember even one time we prayed for a woman, she was, you know, being pulled by her guide. Kind of a funny story a little bit. Gentleman was a little bit uh, older gentleman and couldn't tell how old she was. Uh, maybe in her 30s. He was probably in his 60, upper 60s. Mm-hmm. Pulling her, she was blind. Uh, severed uh, nerves, optical nerves. So like, you know, and um, prayed for her back and she got healed. She took like a couple steps back and she was like reaching, she was scared. She was like, what, what's, who are these people? What's happening? So then, after she kind of came to and we're like, that was Jesus. She said, to your point, to we were just talking about, she said, well, if he healed that, why wouldn't he heal my eyes? Wow. <laughs> and we prayed for her and she started to see. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And it, we just saw amazing. the progression. She's like, is that a car? Like, yeah. And she's like, was it? I forgot whatever color it was. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, wow. I, was like, I can't even tell the colors. I'm like horrible with colors, right? <laughs> right. And 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 the kind of the, the, the little slightly funny part was, you know, I, I, we, we turned to the to the guide. Well, this was her boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. He was her boyfriend. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, he goes, so so during the whole thing, he was, con- I'm like, could she ever do this? He was like, no. And then at some point, like, you know, we were there for some time, right? Mm-hmm. And at some point he kind of looked a little like disturbed, like sad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? You know, this is amazing. He was like, well, he's like, yeah. He's like, but now she's gonna 
know that I'm ugly. I'm like, man, <laughs> oh, this wow. guy. It was, he, was, he, was, he was actually a, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but he's such a cute guy. And I'm like, bro, she's, <laughs> like, she's not going to go in. Don't worry, man. I was encouraging him. You know, and now I'm encouraging this relationship, right? Right. But I'm like, man, so, 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 so many stories run through my mind. But yeah, it's been uh, just so powerful to see people touched. Yeah. And I'll just add, especially the ones where they've been healed or delivered mm. or touched by the Holy Spirit. And that same hour, come with us across the street to the, I think it was a Marriott. The manager there was cool with us. She said, you could use our pool anytime for baptisms. Mm. And they would come, whether it was Muslims, believers who were needed, maybe not along in their, in their way or non-believers. They would come with us. We would share the gospel. They get in the waters, come out, speaking in tongues, like what's going on? They don't even know it, but it was just so many powerful encounters, and I can go on for days. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. So, with everything that you've experienced, could you ever imagine not sharing your faith, asking people if they need help? Could you ever see yourself in that position? It's like it would be like almost not turning my back on Jesus, but it's almost like. Like, how could I not? Right. You know, it's like this surgeon has this life-saving whatever. What would be the term? Life, whatever. Method or... Method, right? Mm -hmm. But he's like, ah, I don't feel like doing it. Like, we're the ones who know. We're the ones who... And this, this is true for any believer. Anyone right. who calls themselves a follower of Jesus. Jesus didn't say, okay, believe on me. See you later. He right. said, come follow me. Mm -hmm. We got to do the work, right? And yes, we're not saved by works, but we're saved for them, mm -hmm. right? And, and James said, I'll show you my faith by my works, mm -hmm. right. right? And we get to. So no, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine. And although, you know, it, it, it's funny, you know, I can, I can literally tell you guys, I mean, it's got to be over a thousand, you know, miracles, you know, when you forget miracles, <laughs> which you never think is going to happen, right. you know you're seeing yeah, a lot. That's That's a right. So really many. <laughs> right. I got, I mean, like I said, stories for, I don't know how long I could keep you guys here. But it's amazing how if I get busy mm -hmm. in life and I don't go out and I'm not acting on my faith, mm -hmm. how like, you know, it's almost like God made this parallel. Right. For us to be able to understand things in the spirit, like same thing with the muscles. You don't work your muscles. Right. You just can't do what you used to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and not saying it's exactly like that, but there's something about when you're not out there, we were meant to be doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. We were meant to be acting on it. And I think once you start, you can't stop. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's so it's not like you have to, you get to. Yeah. You get to. You get, you get to. to participate. And so I've lived with you a long time, Pastor Freddie, and I've watched us grow um, with pastoring and dealing with people, working with people in order to teach people that God really loves them, that he cares about them. This is, I would say, in the past couple of years, become such a passion for you to be hands-on. I mean, from talking to the waiter to going to the supermarket, it's natural in our lifestyle to talk to someone else about their faith and help them understand and know where they are isn't where they're stuck. And those that are believers, just to celebrate that we all believe. Mm -hmm. 
with all of this going on right now, these past couple of years, I've sensed that there's just a more of a desire for you to spread and talk to people. Talk about that for a little for a little bit. What's happened to you? A, a hope that there's more people wanting to do it for for the longest. I, I was feeling like, man, where are all the believers at? Like, why isn't anybody else going out and sharing? And I feel like the people around me were just complacent. So to have an opportunity to equip people to go out, I'm all in. So it's just, it's just revitalizing. It's It makes it all worth it. Like, what else is there? Like, mm. in, in my mind, the, 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 the kingdom life is all there is it's hard to have a bad day like even if something was going on in my life personally if i go out and see somebody i'm thinking of this uh this one lady who had something going on with her ankle we prayed for her ankle her ankle got healed and in the midst of the conversation she looked at her hand and and remembered that her hand was uh, hurting from some accident she had and all the pain was gone mm-hmm. and, and when things like that happen it's kind of like Jesus you're not only real you are here you are so it just it just keeps you energized it keeps you excited about the things of God so so what it's done for me is just revigorated the uh, the reason why we do what we do because like, right. what I hear a lot is well you're a pastor mm-hmm. so right. the, the excuse people use well you're supposed to do that you know, right. that's what you're, that's, that's what you that's what yep. you do. But this is for believers, you know, the signs follow believers. Right. So it's a, it's just exciting. So I'm very, very passionate about seeing Jesus do what Jesus does. I think it's addicting too. Once you see miracles, you want to see more, right? I, yeah, I agree. And a lot of people pray for miracles and they don't go out. A lot of people want to see because hmm. the book of Acts will mess somebody up. The the book of Acts <laughs> will right. it it would make you feel like am I saved? Because you'll mm. read the book of Acts and you think this isn't happening in in my life. Mm. So when we go out and see people get here, there's just nothing like it. I, I'm reminded of a, an elderly man who was got his eyesight back. So I prayed for this elderly man. And he started seeing for the first time and, and, um, you know, a teardrop rolled down his eyes and his wow. grandson was so excited and just in unbelief that that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm very, very just excited and just motivated to, yeah, just awesome. to share you this know, goodness. Listening to both of you, you know, what is exciting to hear because I'm on the same page with you. But I could see and understand someone that would be apprehensive because they feel as if they are doing it themselves. So I think it's important for people to understand that you're tapping into the power that God is giving you, that God is using, that Mm -hmm. it's not about what that individual can do. Mm -hmm. All you're doing is making yourself available. Correct? Correct. And that's part of the training. So one of the things we do is we, we share when someone does have an experience, we say, you know why that happened? You know why we're here? Because Jesus loves you. You know, Jesus sent us here. So we always 
we always bring it back and put it in perspective. That's good. That's good. So in the times that you guys have gone out and you've encountered different people, have there been times where um, things didn't go as planned? Where you made yourself available, you prayed for someone, and they weren't healed. Has that happened? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's... uh... I can't say what the ratio is. And of course, I say there's times and and it's just so funny. There's been times where like I go out and I'm just like, I don't want to go. I'm not in the mood. I'm discouraged. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, Holy Spirit explosion, right? (laughs) Everyone's getting healed. You can't even come near me, right? Or near anyone in our group. It's like amazing things. And there's times you're like, ah, this is going to be great. You shoot, but not but blanks. Like, huh? What's going on? Lord, what'd I do? Right? But that's not even it, right? And 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 people say, you know, why do you think it's like that? Well, I don't think too much. That's the that's the thing. I just don't think too much on it because the reality is I think some things happen certain ways so we don't make it an exact formula, right? And at the same time, we can start to see that in all those things when we started to kind of put formulas together and think, okay, this is when it worked. This is that no, 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 no. It's not you. Mm-hmm. It's That's not you. Perfect. It was just Jesus. Mm-hmm. It was not you. So, and of course, we're supposed to see the results, right? But at the thing, at the same time, also in everything, the Lord is also He's our Father. So He's training us up. He's teaching us things along the way. And there's been times where I've prayed for people, and nothing's happened, and they just went there for some milk. So they weren't even expecting that anyway. So they just thought I was being nice. So there was no harm done. Right. And there was, I mean, and, and have I ever been like yelled at or gone off on? No. Because, you know, just just hasn't happened, right? Um, have We did get kicked out of a store once because someone told, but, <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, you know, this ain't the Middle East. So praise God. Right. We got, we're going to just keep going. You. With the freedom that we have, mm-hmm. how can we wow. not go? Wow. How can we not continue to take advantage of our freedom? Glory to God, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, but I would say um, definitely more healed, touched, freed, because it's not only physical, sometimes it's anxiety, mm-hmm. you right. know, the spirit of fear. Uh, keeping them in bondage, all different types of things. But yeah, we've we've seen uh, so many people, and you know, you get to the point where you just expect it because mm-hmm. that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's important. So I have, um, you know, me personally, I know that I'm better on a one-on-one, or that's what I believe that I'm better on a one-on-one talking to someone about their faith and all of that. For the people like me. What is the best thing that you can recommend for me to do? Like if I'm better at one-on-one, not with the group, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are different organizations, not just our church, but that people can become a part of, mm-hmm. but they don't feel confident with doing it in a group. What can a person that is better on one-on-one do? That is really the goal. So the the goal is to have people doing it wherever they go. So mm-hmm. the the whole disciple activation piece is to equip people to go and share the love of Jesus everywhere they go. In fact, I think the best testimony that we have is a young lady who's attending the church now who had somebody go out on their own who just happened to be in the yogurt aisle and, mm-hmm. and, and asked 
this young lady about what type of yogurt she gets. That young lady ended up visiting the church, um, being delivered, uh, um, being baptized in water, and her children, she has four or five children, they all said yes to Jesus and was uh, baptized in water. And her life was forever changed because somebody went out on their own after the uh, the disciple activation. So the goal is have people everywhere doing it on their own. Because we, mm-hmm. don't, we don't care if the church is ever mentioned. We don't care if, if people come to the church because of it. The whole goal is to populate the kingdom of God. That's awesome. And I think it's very, very important for people to hear that and to understand that because it's not about our desire to make sure that everybody is saved and going to heaven, but it is God's desire that everybody hears about the gospel and and has an opportunity to make that decision for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think that people need in this point in time right now in, in everything that's going on in the world? Um, it's a very, very easy thing to become more isolated Mm -hmm. because you don't know who to trust. I mean, politics are a mess. People's opinions are the forefront rather than the values and foundation that we as believers have. Mm -hmm. What, what can we do for people? I think create an atmosphere and an environment where people can encounter Jesus, because when you encounter Jesus, the love of Jesus begins to to dictate your steps and your opinion and your and your action. That changes everything. When someone's in love with Jesus, they begin to duplicate uh, what he did when he walked to earth. And that it changes everything. So encounters. So what's important for people to hear is, is that if you are not a believer, if this is this is not for you, this is not for you as far as the going out and being a disciple and mm. duplicating yourself. It's not for you. But yep. if there is something that's inside of you, something that's been said here today that resonates that, you know, I could be more like Jesus in my conversation, in my life. Um, there are not just happenstance things or coincidences that happen. There are people that cross my path for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I want to testify about the faith that I have. I don't think that uh, people have to, you know, have Bible verses in front of them, but if they know them, they can Mm -hmm, use them and reference them. I don't think people have to do it a certain way or do they have to do it a certain way? Well, no, they don't have to do it a certain way. Uh, And the reason why we uh, show it or teach it a certain way is so that it's duplicatable because if someone's gifted in scripture, someone's gifted, someone's bold, someone has, someone's personality can carry them. The person next to them who is shy, don't know, unsure, scared, it, it, it's, it's kind of a deal breaker for them. It's kind of like, well, that's, you know, I, I, I knew it was for them. But if we put together some simple steps that everybody can do, everybody can point their finger, everybody can get a cart like George had. Yep, go undercover. <laughs> and go undercover and just witness it. And then it becomes duplicatable. Like, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking for people to experience it in such a simple, practical way that it just becomes what they do. And you see results. Yes. That's the thing is that we have we ever gone out and come back and said, uh, well, no testimonies. 
Never. Never. We always come back with testimonies. How is it possible? And I and I'll say, you know, I've been taking people out on the streets now since 2016. And I can't, I mean, I can't even recall how many people. I mean, I don't think we ever came back without a without a testimony. Like, you know, it's it's God, right? And, and of course, you know. To even the people, you know, and everyone has different personality traits, skill sets, but I like, you know, we create a model that anyone can do. And mm -hmm. ideally, on your own, mm -hmm. in your own everyday life, because you have a circle I'll never get to. Right. Right. And that's the point, right? Mm -hmm. We want, and it's not about, are you coming in, you know, our attendance or this and that. No, of course, you're welcome. We love you to come. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because we know this is a good place to hear the word and truth. But at the end of the day, we just want to see fruit in your life. And, and the key that Jesus, Jesus said, go make disciples mm -hmm. right so you know for someone like you who's like a one-on-one -on -one person that actually is an amazing trait to have or or or, or uh uh skill because once the miracle comes it's it's to that just for them to encounter jesus to open up their heart but then the discipleship just begins mm -hmm. and so someone so really i the ideal scenario is after that you do meet up you know the lady we just um a couple the last time we went out we we met somebody prayed for her and her fiance was there and um uh we we you know I, i'll never chase people down i'm too busy for that got too much going on but i'll definitely at least make open the door mm -hmm. right so um follow up followed up with him text me back we just kind of been texting and we met up yesterday right and uh we talked and man it turned out the dude was uh, already born again, but had not been walking with the Lord for the last seven years. Wow. But as I was sharing the kingdom, mm -hmm. sharing the go team, sharing making mm -hmm. disciples and taking people and living life and, and, and pouring into people so they can continue to pour into others and pour into others and so on, you could just see it bearing witness mm -hmm. with the spirit. Mm -hmm. You could just see him just like, oh my gosh, God, you're... You're pulling me back in. Yeah. You haven't, you you know, he said, this, George, this was such a divine appointment. Yeah. And nice. for him, what it meant was, God, you're not done with me. Right. Now, think about this. If he had been going out, would he have walked away for seven years? Mm. Mm. Uh, just so you know, answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> just in case anyone's wondering. No, he wouldn't have. For sure. For sure. So, uh, you know, I see this man getting, you know, man, it was just so amazing to see, you just see the, 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 the faith, the, the Holy Spirit just, ah, mm -hmm. ah, ah, man, the, 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 the smile, this look and just, just God. Right. So for sure, for sure. And once again, we want to, we want to make disciples. Yeah. yeah right. You know, I love the miracles. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. You see some, seen some amazing things. I got so many stories, but what happens after, mm -hmm is really what the Lord's heart is, right? Yeah. yeah, the Lord wants to see everyone free, set sure. free. Mm -hmm. He does. He he died for that, for freedom. But to see people now following Jesus, That's it. forsaking sin, walk, pursuing holiness, pursuing God because of his love, loving others, being generous, going out, because now we've been, been trusted with this ministry. Who else is supposed to go? Right. Right. So it's it's been just so amazing. Yeah.
That's awesome. It's so good. Kind of excited about it. Oh, man. I I, I had to stop myself because I just keep going. Oh, so good. So with being a disciple, um, help people understand. I mean, you know, George mentioned some things about the spiritual gifts, uh, about scripture. The regular person that's just starting their walk of faith, um, you know, do they have to know all of these things in order to be able to be effective to talk to someone? No. In fact, what I've found, the little, the least they know, the better. <laughs> true. That's true. Because <laughs> then they're just, they're just believing you and they're just following. But sometimes you got to unpack and uh, unlearn and try to talk people out of what, the way they, and that's the biggest hindrance. Well, that's not the way we were do. You know, that's not the, that's not what we do. That's why, and they, and they take the Bible model out of the picture, and they use their experience, and and sometimes our experience can supersede what the Word of God is. So, I actually prefer someone who doesn't know anything, and they just follow steps. And then when we're talking about discipleship, um, so understanding miracles happen, you pray for someone, and then it starts the discipleship. If I'm an individual looking at how I can be effective, what level of commitment do I have to have to a person? Now, you know, a miracle happens, we pray, um, we're excited about that. Mm -hmm. Then am I responsible to disciple them? Well, I mean, Yes and no. And it's like, and it just comes down to, you know, as far as, you know, anything else, right? What matters to you, right? Do you want to excel in something? Do you want to grow in anything? What do you do? You practice, you commit. Uh, our practices, you know, throughout the week and on weekends for kids' sports, convenient? Mm. No, not at all, <laughs> right? But we do it. Right. So at the same time, I mean, I think if you look at anybody's life, they have plenty of things which they don't need to have in their life, mm -hmm. which are taking time up and probably probably even inconvenient. But yet they go out of their way to do it and get it done. Why? Because it's a priority. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of what what's the priorities. And, and this is where I believe right now, you know, God is looking for people. And it's not, and, and, and to, to Freddie's point, it's almost sometimes like the fresh ones, no knowledge, no Christian background. They're just, because the only requirement is, are you born again? Do you have the Holy Spirit? And God is looking for those on the earth who will say, Lord, I'll do it. Use me. I'll go. I'll say it. I'll do it. And then, and then God, I can use this one. Yeah. I can take this one. Oh, this one's stewarding. My my promises, my word. Oh, angels, go go bring him some. You know what? Stop 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 waiting on this one. Let's just come over here, right? <laughs> right you right. know, and 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 I and I think that that's the key is that you know we can get right in the game, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what's so exciting about it, right? Because really it's and that didn't you know attest to the point that who is it? Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah, it's important to let people get in and get as involved as they want to get involved. So I always give people an out, you know. Um, participate at the level you want to participate in, and that, even in our invites when we when the Go team is 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 hosting disciple activations. I tell people just come and see. You don't have to do anything now. As far as becoming a disciple, um, most of the time is very organic. It's it there's there's something that took place anyway, 
and um, it's it's not something that people have to do, but they but they 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 get to do again. Back to what George said initially, so it's it's got to be uh, or, organic. It's got to be something that just grows, and there's just natural fits. And if there's if there's someone who's hesitant in taking on the discipleship role, then something just didn't go off on the inside of them. And so I would encourage them to just keep. Um, staying involved, just keep, you know, reading the word, just keep sharing your faith, your testimony everywhere you go and watch what happens. And there, there'll be that spark. There'll be someone that God sends that's mm-hmm. a, an organic, cause it shouldn't be work. You, you know, it, it can never be like, Oh, I got If That's taking place. Go that's person. not it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not <laughs> it. Yeah. That's, that's not God's design. That's awesome. That's good. So you mentioned a couple of times about the discipleship and that you guys actually do some teaching. Mm -hmm. Is there something that we can um, share with those that are listening about where to find the teaching or what that looks like? I mean, I know that organically you've Mm -hmm. come up with something that you've empowered, you know, the people that we know to go out and share. But are there other tools or manuals that we can link people up with to know what to do? Is, is that the sign to make them? <laughs> well, so, I wasn't trying to So we talked about uh, putting something together, but we, we're also being very intentional and sick. Cause here's the big picture. The, the, the big picture mm. is, is equipping the go team to go equip other go teams in different ministries and, and churches. And, and the, the, the vision is to take what we're doing and start equipping and empowering churches all over to do it in a very simple way. And what we've done to this point is we're, we're not interested in work life being the, we're not interested. We're interested in putting together something that's effective and handing it off, you know, they can put their their name, their whatever they want to do with it, because it's just the Bible. Everything we've done, we've just, so our training is, you know, this scripture and in just some practical ways and tips. So so there is no manual other than the Bible. Right. So that's good. That's important. It's important too mm-hmm. that people know how easy it is. I mean, back to the very first thing that you said, um, that it is outside of the four walls. Mm-hmm. So if people could really understand that we are the church mm-hmm. and walking around being able to talk to our experience, our faith. And allowing ourselves to pray and allow us to be a vessel mm-hmm. to be used to talk to someone else. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know how many times that someone is talking to someone that they don't know and they're not thinking about um, what God is having them say mm-hmm. or open to mm-hmm. hear what mm-hmm. God would have you ask that person. Do you find that? all? I mean, it doesn't really matter where you go, right? Yeah. You're always <laughs> hearing what you should say or ask questions, whether you want to or not. It's yeah. just something that's inside of you. And I'm really believing that the more that I see you guys go and the more excited I see you, the more I see you have a drive and you're motivated to share with more people. Amen. And just yep. think if there was a world full of people oh, that want to share with other people. <laughs> because you're not trying to make someone like you. You're trying to give them the tools so mm-hmm. they can have everything that they were designed to have. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you're trying to help them be 100%. in purpose and right. on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's all about and it makes kingdom. us better too. It's, we're yes. just better people. We're excited. Yeah. We're seeing the love of Jesus. We're experiencing the love of Jesus. It's easy to love somebody when the power and the love of Jesus is going through you. It's just it's easier. It's just yeah, not it you is. anyway. Versus yeah. being mad and grumpy and you know, it's so many people 
you know, try to put mean on you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's so amazing, too, when you think, you know, you have your children that are watching. Mm-hmm. You have your 13, your, you know, 11 and your 10 year old watching. You have all of our children watching to see how you make a difference with you submitting yourself to what God wants to do in your life. And they're able to duplicate that. That's a very, very, very cool. powerful thing. Yeah, it is. You know, if we so amazing. Um, spend more time talking about our faith and who we are and helping others know what they can have, mm-hmm. the world would be a different place. We wouldn't be talking about all the negative things and all of the things that we can't control. We would be controlling what we know. That's right. And being mm-hmm. able to share what we believe. Because what you believe is everything. Right. You know, there are people that are listening that haven't, that are not Christians. They believe in something. They may even just believe in themselves. So if they're walking around talking about themselves and that's their level of belief, that's what they're going to get themselves. That's right. Mm-hmm. But if they're walking and talking around about a God who created them, a God who sent his son that, you know, died for them, a faith that they can hold on to, they can continue to grow in. My goodness, mm. how and am- mm. uh, how amazing mm. is that? So powerful. That's good. So closing thoughts, what would you recommend for people to do right now? They're listening to you. They're excited with you because there is a go team in our church, but there's just a go in our spirits to be able to share and do. What are the first steps? What do they do? That is a really good question. I think looking for asking Jesus to reveal himself to them and and go down a path of of yielding themselves and 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 believing so that they have something to give and something to share with with, with people it's a uh, it, that part so much out of my 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 control that's the best advice i can give them ask jesus into your heart and allow him to uh, bring people into your life that um you can start walking this kingdom life with so that you can have the 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 joy and the passion that you're that you're hearing um we should us sharing right now amen awesome yeah and, and god is faithful to to freddie's point is that you know if you're hungry if you're really pursuing, he will reveal himself. He will bring mm-hmm. the people. He will bring the opportunities. And, and really, you know, uh, I remember the first time I went out, prayed for so many people, came out, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? How is all this happening? And I remember said, Lord, how come we don't see more of this? How come I haven't seen this yet? And the Lord answered me immediately. He said, you never saw it because you never went and did it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I guess that makes perfect <laughs> sense, <laughs> right? right? Logical. So uh, I want to encourage people, you know, and I and I think you know there'll probably be some uh, maybe some pract the practical part we can probably put together and yeah. eventually throw on the website. I think mm-hmm. that that part is the key part. Just you know, removing all the misconceptions sure. of what it's gonna be like. Yeah. You know, you have. You know, your imagination, it's kind of like, you know, when people without kids say, oh, when I got kids, I'm going to do this. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just let you think that and, and then we'll talk once you have them, right? Yeah. You, you had, they had people have this imagination. And that was like so many other people's uh, experience who came out. We finally, you know, twisted a few arms to, to and get them, got them to come out. But once they came back, they were like, 
our spokespeople. Because <laughs> right. it was nothing like the, right. the father of lies, right. the deceiver. Yeah. He's going to do everything and it's going to be just be lies. So I think uh, we put, put that out and just just go. Just get out of the boat. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. go and just go do it. And of course, first of all, make sure you're born again. Right. Repent, right. be baptized in water yeah. and receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. That's so good. That's so good. Very, very simple formula. Yes, yes. You know, there are people that are listening right now that actually have people in their life that they've never um, witnessed or told them about the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. There are people that God has created, whether it's in your family or just friends around you, that you don't have conversations about faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just even with you're talking about asking um to have the words to be able to just talk about your simple faith. Start there. Mm-hmm. That would be right. absolutely yeah. incredible for someone. Your story. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, just to tell your story. Amen. Because you never know what your story will do for others. That's the entire reason why we have this podcast set up. We talk about resiliency. Resiliency is absolutely the process of where you gain your, your knowledge. That mm-hmm. becomes wisdom. And, you know, spiritually, when we talk about being resilient, we are talking about growing and the word calls it going from from glory to glory. The more you have, the more you're able to make better decisions for yourself Mm -hmm. and the more you want to share with others. And so it's just amazing. And it really is not even just a commandment because it is a commandment. It's actually our purpose that we should be talking about the goodness of God and what our faith is and helping other people um, experience the goodness for themselves. So, I mean, I thank both of you for being here and for talking about it. So awesome. It was really, really, really good for And I believe that someone heard something. They heard something that will take them from where they are to where God wants them to go. Um, you know, it's it's beautiful. And if you would, Pastor Freddie, would you just pray for those that are listening? Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you now in the name of Jesus, and we pray for every listener. We pray for that listener, especially who heard something that kind of stirred something on the inside, for that listener who has been wondering if if they're if they're left alone, wondering if there is a God. We're praying for them to that people would begin to cross their path. We're, we're asking you to send people across their path. Show them your goodness. Show them your love. We pray that they would meet you and have a divine encounter. And because of this, they'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we're so grateful for each and every one of you that listened today. Most definitely share this episode with people that need to know. We believe that you have the faith that it takes, and we'll be sharing our faith with you. Thanks for listening.